rain on me, tsunami, hands up to the sky. Welcome to Bong Hits. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to just like start singing as much of the song as you could before I would no. have to be like, 15 seconds, 15 seconds. But no, I know, I, I know you know. Yeah, I did it on purpose so you wouldn't have the satisfaction. Yet you found a way to do it anyways on Juneteenth <laughs> of all days. Well, good news is this is not satisfying, so don't worry about it. It's okay. I did not have. Okay. <laughs> anyways, I'm Cameron Farmer. I'm Colin Baker. And welcome to our Juneteenth special, both recording and releasing on Juneteenth. It's it's the the great Juneteenth. Charlie Brown. The best thing that about this That's is that uh, we're definitely not going to edit it <laughs> um, like we normally do. Hot off the press. We do normally edit, but Hot off I don't the feel like it. And most of that has to do with the fact that, yes, once again, I am on 10 milligrams of weed <laughs> through a gummy. Wow, only 10, yeah. Well, it's just halfway through our day. Halfway through the day. Honestly, it's not even halfway through our own day. Um, no, I don't what know what time did we it wake is. Up? Noon? I don't know. Yeah, noon. Yeah. It's only it's three thirty eight. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not half our day. <laughs> I uh, that sucks. No, yeah, it's still the beginning. Oh boy, the day is young. Not is, for anyone else, but for us. No, for us it's yeah. prime. It's really primed. Mm, gross. <laughs> it's primed. Oh, because you mean like young. Yeah. I mean like in its prime. In its prime. Which also is Even still, misogynist. I feel like it's too young to be in its prime because it's only three hours into the day. I feel like your prime is really like later in your life. Well, Not when, when you're when like a you baby. When do you think is halfway through your life? 40? <sighs> yeah, if I'm lucky. Am okay, right? so considering we have, let's say we'll have a 12-hour day. A 12-hour so day. So halfway... Mm. Mm-hmm. will be 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. It's now 3.38, almost 4. So this this day is legal. <laughs> <laughs> Should you date it? No. No, absolutely not. It's not an adult, but is legally it, is. Is it, it is. legally not a crime? No. Yeah. Yeah, it's but it's not. But is fucking it, is it gross. morally wrong? Yes, it is. Bringing us straight to our first topic. No, no, I don't want to no, talk I'm about any kidding. of that stuff. Yeah. Because it's like, it really is shitty. You know, the comedy scene right now is just like, everyone's a rapist. And it's like, yeah. And it's, but yeah. it also sucks. And I know a lot of people are dealing with with that. And I don't want to like add to the conversation because sure. it's already very triggering and intense. And right. as um, a survivor of sexual assault and rape, um, it's better when you don't talk about it sometimes, especially when everybody <laughs> else is talking about it. Fair enough. But let's talk about another very intense uh, thing that I have been needing to mentally shut down about, which is my blackness, baby. Because yeah. um, we, you know, I've... Yeah, I, oh, yeah, it's been two weeks since we've had our uh, Mm -hmm. podcast, so we should probably Mm -hmm. address that. Yeah. um, We took a little break. Well, yeah, it's now, and Uh I'm black, and so (laughs) mentally, I'm no good, and (laughs) I haven't really wanted to. You just needed some time to recharge. I needed some time to recharge, and I needed some time not to talk about what I was going through because it was too much. Right. And And it felt like weird to try to do the show and not talk about what you were going through. Exactly. Well, not weird. It just would have been wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Disingenuous. And like even last time, I think it just would have been not needed for me. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's just how I'm choosing, I guess, to deal with this situation. Hey, work. I love it. But uh, Support you 100%, as always. I'm not going to give him any props. I don't want it. Good. 
Move on. What but I saying? but I do love this guy. <laughs> I did cut you off. <laughs> to <support him>. so, <laughs> how good am I really? Not at exactly. all. Exactly. <laughs> He's Not okay. At all. I'm a firm C minus. And just yeah, I will uh, reiterate this because I know it's on Twitter as of 20 minutes ago or whatever. Um, but I just want it permanently in two places. If Colin and I do end <laughs> up having children that are blonde with green eyes, I will be throwing them in the trash. Oh no. Um, in the garbage. Just. Truly just in a trash can. I will rescue our trash baby. Mm, (laughs) You better give it away. (laughs) You better rescue it and give it to a family that wants it because (laughs) I don't. It's really one of my biggest fears, and I feel like it might be unavoidable. My mom says it is. Unavoidable. Unavoidable. Wow, don't. No, that's not what I was laughing about. I was laughing just at the idea that it was unavoidable. I thought the word was unavoidable. But what were we... What was I talking about before you really interrupted me? Unavoidable. Because she... I mean, we agree not to talk about our families and family trauma on this, but I guess it's a running theme in my entire life. It makes up me is that my entire family just told me I'm not black uh, throughout my upbringing. Mm. I I'm I'm black. Mm -hmm. Both my parents are black. Uh, I was raised as a black person. Right. Did I like all of the things that were told to me and coded to me as black growing up? No. Uh, did I feel part of that community? No, and it's mostly because I felt like I was being pushed away from it uh, from my peers and specifically my family <laughs> telling me I was uh, the white sheep of the family. Oof. So, you know, I always knew I was black, but I felt like in terms of the culture, I had um, a big stop sign that was being put in front of me. And Mm. then I got to college, and I realized my experience was similar to a lot of people that Mm -hmm. I was at my small white liberal arts college (laughs) in Maryland, (laughs) in the middle of the woods, uh, that the other, not all of them, but like some of the black people who were there were like, "Uh, me too. And then I realized that there is an entire group of black, black nerds um, (laughs) who grew up as millennials and we are still very black and also very militant. Are we overcompensating? Probably. But I also do feel very passionate about, uh, you know, black power in general. Mm -hmm. It feels sick and awesome. Shout out the amazing artist Pierre Benu with his black Black Nerds Unite shirt. Yeah. Pierre is cool. And you know what? We can all be nerds in different ways. Mine is Barb Streisand. Uh, (laughs) Brody Reads is Barbara Streisand uh, anime. Anime <laughs> slash goth culture. Oh, um, no, he—it's not—he's not a nerd about goth culture. He's just—he's a goth. Mm, I, I figured that by virtue of being a goth, one is somewhat of a nerd about goth culture. No, no, goths are always really cool. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but what I was gonna say is the last time we recorded, um, yeah, I don't think that. I was really in a mental space to talk about the stuff I was talking about. Mm -hmm. I think if anybody listened to it could tell I was kind of just really mentally stuck. Um, And I'm glad I did that, but it was also like, you know, extremely painful without uh, knowing that, which is part of also why we took a break. I was just like, uh oh, Oh, our last episode. Yeah. yeah, I was like, Mm -hmm. I can't do that again it was very intense mm-hmm. um especially with like people reaching out afterwards which i appreciate right. but also like if anybody like i know this sounds shitty 
But um, if you are reaching out to me right now and checking in how I'm doing, Venmo me. Venmo me at least $5. Do not think you can just talk to me right now because any conversation I have is uh, an emotional burden, even if I love you very much. But also there are some of you where I don't mind if you reach out and I think you know who you are. And if you're not sure if you're one of them, you are not and you should Venmo me five dollars yeah just to but go, just to go grab a, a drink from the corner store Social yeah i need a fucking white claw at, yeah. to be able to loosen up and have a conversation about my feelings as a black person right now yeah i get it um well i mean i don't but <laughs> you see it i see it, you see it very very I, clearly yeah i uh and i sympathize and think that that makes Total sense to me. <laughs> Colin's struggling with what to say right now. <laughs> He's like, maybe Cam should just talk by herself. Yeah, I'm like, her. do I need to be on this episode? You don't uh, need to be on any episodes, but I appreciate you. Be I appreciate you being here. So as a favor to me, will you stay on? Yes. Thank you so much. Happy Juneteenth, everybody. I don't <laughs> need to be on any episode. <laughs> Bong hits with Cameron Farmer <laughs> featuring every once in a while Baker. a guest. I don't really mean that. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's wrong. Okay, let's. Uh, we're not gonna I'm get into kidding. this white martyrdom, I'm but anyway, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm not gonna really want to. I'm not gonna gas you up. I'm we'll wait joshing. a month or so. But just kidding. <laughs> wow, being in an interracial couple right now has been interesting. Uh, Definitely happy, don't happy have Happy belated it. loving day, everybody. Oh my God, Colin's mom texted that. Wait, why are we talking about families? Uh, <laughs> Already said it's okay. I mean, it's cute. I I hmm. didn't know actually, so I appreciate Why knowing what the know? anniversary. Why is. would we know? I don't know if I was a better uh, ally <laughs> with I a firmer like grasp of history. I think celebrating an interracial relation, being in an interracial relationship, is so fucking disgusting. <laughs> it be, it's, As it really someone who has on only been in <laughs> interracial relationships, <laughs> not because I don't love black men, but because I love them too much to burden them with me. <laughs> That's, this is a this is something that I have used my relationships as uh, reparations of sorts, mm -hmm. and honestly, it does rip to just shit on a white dude and he can't do anything <laughs> about it. Um, but it also, you know, he's cool. I like Colin. Yeah, I like you too. Thank you so cool. much. Um, but yeah, people who are like interracial, that is fucking crazy to me. When people like talk to us about it? No, when people are like are online just being like, Yeah, I'm in an interracial relationship oh, and yeah, I'm just yeah, like yeah. good for you. What? I'm always like I don't want to see you don't that. Trust, you don't trust me to figure that out on my own. Like, like you have to, you have to say it. Like Wait, I'm not what? going to see a picture of you with your significant other or something. I think and we're talking realize, from two point of views. Uh, aren't you talking about people on social media? Yeah, but I'm not talking about realizing they're in a internet. Not realizing, but like when people like. Oh, you think it's call supposed it to be out. like an announcement? No, aren't you saying like people are saying like, yeah, I'm in an interracial relationship, blah blah blah. But it's like, yeah, but that's just like a part of your life that will become evident throughout your social media posts like you don't need to explicitly name I it understand for any what you're reason. saying but that is not what i am saying oh uh, what are you saying i'm saying that the fetishization the fetishization wow fetishize. of 
Fetishize? Yeah. Fetishization. Fetishization. Well, I had it first a second ago. Yeah. Anyways, of hard of interracial couples is gross. Yeah. Like it's like it's some like it's a hashtag interracial love. Like it's just like it's it's <laughs> it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> yeah. The only like I the uh, black love is cool. Interracial love is like kind of like whiny. I could compare mm. it to Jerry mm. from Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how? Let me, Same let vibe. me see this. <laughs> just kind of like like just promoting that is just like you're such a fucking loser. Mm. We've been watching a lot of Rick and Morty. Sorry. Yeah, I'm still not sure I see. It doesn't matter. Okay. The thing is, is that <laughs> I did say I was on an edible. So true. At nine and out of ten, have a little hit it out with, of yeah. Coffee too. I'll hit it out of the park. One out of ten, it's not gonna follow through. But maybe, maybe one other person hey. will understand. Hey, what are you like a superhero? You know, I'm a person. You're a person. You're right. Yeah. Oh, Pope I will be nerf saying. Fixed, my Pope, oh my god. <laughs> You telling me that uh, that thing about like general general Z general Z nobody I was trying to say generation Z and I said general Z. Did you take an edible? No. Uh, The thing about Gen Z um, thinking that we're like just mad corny because we're raised by boomers and that and because they're incredibly like cynical because they were raised by gen xers and i'm just like i've been turning over that (laughs) in my noggin for the past 18 hours i saw somebody online i love that that. yeah i mean it tracks for me that makes sense i think it does make sense um but i was in the middle of saying something yes i'm sorry it's okay i don't remember what it is again weed um uh, oh, excuse me. What it was was that. Um, <laughs> oh, excuse me. I remember. Uh, oh, oh God. Okay, so then there's gonna be a couple of these too, where I'm just like, duh, because I'm like so <laughs> on an edible, and it's just like, Whoa. I can't remember anything, and my brain is a blank. Just brain relax, is a blank, dog. anyways. Um, yeah, if you're giving me money today on Juneteenth, I will be joining the DSA. So just know that's what your oh, yeah, you're trying to. to you're trying to get the lifetime membership. Well, I don't think I'm going to get the lifetime membership today, mm. but I will be like joining the DSA, which is mm. something I've been wanting to do. Same Z, same Z. Um, and then I was like, well, what a better way to like spend this money that I'm telling people to give me today than on <laughs> a DSA membership. So mm. I'm excited because you know. I think that's great. I think it seems like the socialist community here in Los Angeles is robust and thriving. I think the socialist community that is um, advertising themselves in this country is actually very um, good. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's very good, and that's all we have to say about that. And, and moving see, on. Yeah, see you next time. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like... Here's a th- okay, so I've been very high uh, every single day, which my therapist did say was okay. Mm-hmm. Therapist approved. Which that's all you really need is yeah. what I'm thinking in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse that's, me, that's, but that's a great reason to go to therapy. By the way, is to oh, just to be to, validated to get some of your slightly more self-destructive habits completely validated by a mental health professional to be like, and you have my go ahead. Like that's Dude, sick. <laughs> that's I told incredible. my therapist that I did acid and he was like, 
hell yeah. <laughs> he was like, I love acid heads. And I, I was like, that this shit. guy's the That's best. Cool. I fucking love my therapist so much. He's a rad dude. He's so sick. He's a rad um, dude with a cool he, tube. He really is. But he, uh, yeah, he was like, if you need to be zonked every day, that's totally fine. <laughs> the best thing that happened, though, was that my phone fucking broke, yeah, and I yeah. didn't have a phone for over 24 hours, and yep. gosh darn it. Gosh if darn it. If you are a black person right now, baby, do it. Turn do off it. your phone. Turn off your phone for over 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Don't engage. Don't say I'm taking a break from social media today, and mm. then yeah, don't even and really... then like look at your phone. Yeah, like just because the narrative is going to continue. Things are going to continue to be said, but you are allowed to literally take care of the part of you that isn't like your identity, because we all still have like a spirit inside of us that like needs some help. And I know for mm-hmm. like myself it was getting super heavy because of the things that I was talking about and having to deal, like just being black right now, I'm very used to dealing with the truth and reality of blackness without everybody talking about it all the time mm-hmm. and it, and people not being aware of it and knowing where to like put that pain and compartmentalize it Mm -hmm. in order to like survive and not cry and break down every day but that hasn't been possible because everybody's talking about it constantly so these things that are normally like covered away are very 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 much at the surface Mm -hmm. and the intensity of that was just becoming like too much for my being to bear emotionally and i'm even though it wasn't on purpose just taking that time to cater to the part of me that wasn't so on the surface Mm -hmm. was needed because i needed to recharge in order to you know now balance all of these issues again because even though i'm always black and i'm always queer and i'm always you know sometimes female presenting or seen which like I want to get into that in a second, but uh, it's some, you know, we're not the privilege of being like a white person, like a white cis person is that and straight is that those identifiers aren't something that you're considering because you are um, society has taught us that that is the default person. You know what I mean? And every variation of that just feels like another weight that you have to hold on to blackness being one that's really extreme because there's generational trauma there's just uh there's systematic oppression there's verbal oppression microaggression so it's coming to you coming from you at all sides like the issues i've had with being a woman do not or like when i was only identifying as a woman do not compare to the shit that comes at me for being a black person and i'm light-skinned so that's a whole nother version of privilege that like I'm still, there's still other heavy topics that are not even coming at me that have to do with being black that I'm not even experiencing. And that is fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, but I don't know. Do you want to say something? (laughs) Um, I mean, about that, other than just like a what a happy accident it was to be able to like you dropped your phone and a it was lucky that it was uh, cheaply and easily fixable uh, because, you know, uh, on top of the economic collapse and everything, we didn't need to make a crazy 
adjustment like buying a new phone yeah um, yeah but but i was i was just like let's just were, buy a new i was freaking you were freaking out. out yeah uh which is understandable yeah. but and it was very lucky that then you were able to or very fortunate that you were able to like rest and recuperate and that's well, important you saw, like, and people should yeah uh, the, it, it was like a withdrawal period yeah. of like five hours where you were like so pissed and like so worried and upset yeah and then once that kind of like worked its way out then you really found like a nice lovely place of relaxation and peace uh, it was cool and we watched Django. <laughs> yeah and i, I think <laughs> which like, um a lot of it was cool and then there were parts where i was like mm, Ooh, <laughs> okay mm, maybe, problematic but it was cool overall, to see just like cathartic. you know White people just get blasted. It was blasted apart. It was cool. Uh, yeah, and the uh, really uh, turning, turning cinematic blood spray into its own sort of <laughs> form of artistic expression in that movie. Like I feel like the oh, yeah, way that like, they did the blood was, was like, like very heightened crazy. and stylized. Yeah. Well, because it, it looks like it was just skyrocketing. Yeah. Off of it was like anime body. blood. Yeah. Like it was wild it how was like much blood there was. Thick, but also like. Sprayed very and also far. very bright red, but like also like movie studio yeah. blood red. And at first, I was like, "Well, that's a choice that like he probably made because of like the closeness of the bullet being shot and how old they like mm-hmm. the type of gun that's shooting mm-hmm. and the type of bullet." But then it just kept happening, and I was like, "Oh no, this is just Quentin Tarantino, just, like, you know, just like expression. jerking off." Yeah. yeah, but it was you know enjoyed. Yeah, I used to. You know, I mean, he certainly is pretty problematic. We don't have to talk. I don't want to give him. You don't any, want to talk about. No. Uh, I don't want to talk about him. Him enough. as a director at yeah. all. I'm fine talking about Django specifically. Django was rad. Uh, but I don't want to talk about his problematic ass. I don't have Fair the energy. Enough. Yeah. Um, but I will talk about. I said I was going to come back to it, but gender. Oh, okay. Gender. <laughs> gender. Gender's game. Uh. Oh, no! <laughs> so I can't believe you did that. So stupid. Oh, my God. I got so mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, my God. My eyes rolled to the back of my head. I was so pissed. She was furious, I folks. didn't even have time to react. I wish this was a video podcast so I wish you could have seen it. I wish this was a video podcast. <laughs> What did um, you say earlier? Fashashash. Fashashash. Shit. See, it's the Fajaraja. Like like Maharaja. Oh, okay. But Fajaraja, I don't know. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. Stupid. Especially with what I was about to say. What were you about to say? I was going to say that it's possible to do a silly voice and not be racial at all, but <laughs> you took it there. I didn't mean to. I know. <laughs> Anyways, gender. Um, it was, I had a conversation with my mom. Wow, I'm really getting into family stuff. I don't think this is anything that she would be upset about, though, if she did find out that I talked about this stuff i think she thinks it's funny also that she uh called me white growing up <laughs> anyway <laughs> and by yeah. i think she does think it's, she thinks it's hilarious and you know it's i think it's hilarious too looking back it really didn't feel hilarious at the time but baby that's the way i coped and now i'm a black comedian dealing with it getting to the tough stuff talking about race and talking about slavery Gender. Um, Gender's game. <laughs> <Stop>! <laughs> I got so mad again. 
I sounded like that cat that's in heat outside of our window every night. <laughs> God damn. Nothing. I, every yeah. time I hear it, I'm just like, yeah. somebody fuck that cat. Somebody fuck this cat. <laughs> Whose dick do I got to suck for somebody to fuck this cat? I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I hate this goddamn cat. That Mexican snores. I almost tweeted last night at 3.30 uh, in the I morning. I I snore. I almost tweeted. Guys, send in your snoring <laughs> remedies. I got to stop. I don't know how. I, don't, I need help. I almost tweeted. This is for at Colin Baker when he woke me, oh, when no. he wakes up. I'm still awake because of your loud ass snores. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, that's not nice. That's Oof. too mean. No, it's um, okay. And I want to enjoy my Juneteenth and not have sulky Colin in the corner. <laughs> but <laughs> Beat him fucking mopey ass bitch in the corner. <laughs> You want an egg sandwich? I'm sorry, baby. You want me to eat your pussy? I'll eat your ass in the shower, baby. I'll eat your ass in the shower, baby. Droopy dog. Droopy dog. Your asshole with the water coming down. Oh, no. The water's in my nose. <laughs> my wet, cold my nose. That's him tonguing my asshole. It's droopy dog. Stupid. <laughs> Anyways, back to gender. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's get let's get back into it. Gender's game. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> it feels good to laugh. Oh, it's so good to laugh. It feels so good to You've laugh. You've got to keep it light. Keep if you it don't light. keep it light. It's going to be too heavy to hold, baby cakes. <laughs> and you've got to keep it light. I'm David Attenborough. Ooh, okay. I was eating your ass in the shower. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Look as, as she spreads her butt, <laughs> ready for ass eating. I'm hoping that you'll get it, and I you're not going to. <laughs> yeah, this what? is bad. This is bad. <laughs> I'm hoping you'll get to a place where it's good. It's not good. It's really I bad. realized there was no way for this to get better, but it's a fun voice to do. You know what I... He's whispering and British. You know what I love is that I still haven't talked about the thing I'm trying to, and you're wasting time doing I'm this. I'm so sorry. Stop. <laughs> I love you. This is my worst episode yet. No, it isn't. Also, <laughs> shut kidding, up. I'm shut kidding. up. I'm Imagine kidding. saying that on Juneteenth, everybody. I'm kidding. But anyway, back to gender. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> I guess since he said it, we can actually talk about it. Since he's approved it. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Shall I get on my knees, sir? Uh, I'm ready for my spanking, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh yeah, so I was talking <laughs> fuck, fuck, I was talking to my mom, <laughs> and this was like, uh, like the fifth conversation we had about me being gender um, which she conveniently always forgets, but she was like, so what is gender fluid, is that, you know, 
what is that? And I was like, well, I've explained it before, but essentially, like, it's just that you don't really feel like you're in a binary when it comes to gender, and that also it doesn't necessarily, like, stay in one place, and that it can move around the spectrum, and then it can move around in certain places in the spectrum, and mm-hmm. me in particular, I feel like I go between uh, feeling more female or, like, like a never like a lady but like more woman and then feeling non-gendered at all Mm -hmm. um and that's that's kind of where my spectrum is Mm -hmm. um and then she was she said something which she was like i don't well i don't feel gendered sometimes too so maybe i'm gender fluid and i was like well yeah you probably you might be and then we had a really intense or interesting conversation about black women Mm -hmm. and the the gendering of us, which I was like talking to shout out Nicholas, shout out Aries Aaron, um, about this when I was again on an edible. That's his like radio call nickname. Uh. <laughs> this is Aries Aaron. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Ooh, I'm gonna take a dab <laughs> after I go running. I love a runner's high and a real high. <laughs> I love that's Aaron. very funny. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny, actually. But we were talking about black f- women, woman, right? Being a black woman and our gender and how we really are not asked to participate in like the ways that we are female in the classic narrative of femaleness that we kind of have been Mm non-gendered throughout history and, and like in our roles that are, that are placed on us Mm -hmm. and like to get to like some specifics and like shit I learned in college when I got my American studies major (laughs) focusing on black women Uh which like oh how prescient but also like wow the laziest fucking major i could have gotten in college (laughs) literally i was like i was like how do i feel about this and then i would write a paper about myself Uh, but i think that's good like some sources to back it up some some james baldwin to back it up some as nikki giovanni said if you don't understand yourself you don't understand anybody else who's nikki giovanni she's a poet oh okay Anyways, um, <laughs> anyways, uh, oh yeah, okay, so to get into that, from that point of view, we have the Mammy, which very much like takes, <laughs> excuse me, towards its eyes. Besides that, or like it's this motherly figurehead, but isn't necessarily like motherly in terms of like, a white woman mother, I guess, would be. It's just, yes, like, yeah. to provide, definitely not sexualized in any kind of way. Right. Something that gives, 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 provides, takes care of, nurtures, mm-hmm. but not in a way that's, like, female or dainty in this very, like, gruff, I- intense mm-hmm. way. Practical. Um, practical. Okay, you really, wow, that was on the tip of your tongue. But <laughs> just kidding. Um, so there's that. Then there's the idea of the Jezebel, which is only sexualized. Right. And looking at femaleness from a place of just, like, only taking sex, definitely not anything that can contribute to you or give to you, but unless you, like, are trying to bust a nut, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's the Sapphire, which is later in life, which is named after, like, a radio person, like, a radio character from, like, early on radio of this oh, black, really? yeah, I of this angry that. black woman. Mm. And it's this idea of, like, an angry black woman who's just there to, like, criticize and be mad and, like, and, Was you that, know, like, 
early radio, like the like Andy and Amos like radio play type things, the like yeah. blackface radio play stuff. No, no, no. This was played by a black woman. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. It was later. I think maybe in the sixties. Oh, okay. 50s. So like a little bit, because I think. Andy and Amos was like 20s and 30s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, yeah, and then there's this idea of like um, the welfare queen, again, right. just like a taker, taker, taker. The queen only being that it's like this figurehead that has all of these children that mm-hmm. kind of just like run amok and take. Sort of like an inverse of uh, a, like a, a mammy being like using her like motherhood to support and help white people versus yeah. then a black mother using her motherhood to only enrich herself and not help anybody exactly. else. Exactly. Interesting. Um, so these are all like, even though they have the the idea of a black woman behind them, they aren't necessarily gender. <coughs> and so I think, and I I think something that has come to be and also like, well, just, like, the reality of it is, like, I know a lot of people who may have been born black female mm-hmm. but have discovered sort of a genderless option and taking control of that. Because as a country, we take away the gender of black women specifically. Mm-hmm. And I think that acknowledging that, well, maybe not acknowledging that, but turning that around and having it benefit you is something that's maybe more uh, like of us are like realizing. I mean, I'm coming backwards to this too because I, you know, always considers on my black and then myself black and then went on my like realization of queer journey and I was like, oh, I'm non-binary and then having this conversation with my mom, I was like, wow, this probably contributes like a whole lot to it. Yeah. Um, which is just like interesting. But um, it's also because I haven't really thought about my gender until more recently because there have been a lot more like prescient things and also like being detached from actual society it's like i'm not thinking about myself oh, in terms of relation to home. Yeah. yeah and so um, it's something still. i haven't like really been thinking about um and it's not but i don't know yeah. sorry gender is just like and a very interesting because the few times we have gone out has been to go to the protests which are very like completely non-sexualized zones where like yeah, it's why not would really they be? relevant no no no, no. So, there's yeah yeah unless you're like showing up in lululemon and a pig mask on <laughs> yeah Jeez. like we saw anger white was that downtown yeah, yeah that, that was downtown. downtown i don't know that's just a little some yeah. history and also I'm trying well, to remind myself that, like, I actually am smart. Because <laughs> I, I, like, smoke so much yeah. weed and, mm-hmm. like, I haven't, you know, I've been out of college for so long. But it's, like, I, right. I know what my experience. It's a, it's yeah. another, like, further, like, internal gaslighting mm-hmm. that I think hap- has happened with millennials and then specifically with, like, black people that they have to deal with all the time. Yeah. Of just, like, not trusting that. Uh, their point of view is the the truth right. um, because society has made you double think all the time and has presented you. That's the shit that gets me really mad because it presents you, society presents you with the point of view that is white, cis, straight, male. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Right. And any opinion I form on my own is based as a reaction to that news. Mm -hmm. And so I've already considered all of that news because that was what was ingrained in me in my schooling and in like, um, in socializing me and shit. 
And in the culture at large. Exactly, yeah. because it's the one that's ever present. And right. like me actually forming my own opinion about something is actually in a small way activism, but mm-hmm. also like it's me doing a lot of hard work, still considering the other point of view, forming it around that point of view in order to make an argument mm-hmm. or like, you know, make it different. And then fucking cunts coming in trying to be devil's ass advocates mm-hmm. and being like, well, have you ever consider and that's when the i think sometimes the conversation devolves because then i'm having to have a conversation about well yeah actually i do know what the fuck you're talking about because that's the one thing that has been made very fucking loud and clear and i don't even get time to to just be like this is what i think and this is the reason why and i have to address just the bullshit that somebody's coming Mm. at me because they didn't even think that somebody else could think about what was obvious fucking i'm thinking about one fucking specific white man in general (laughs) 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 as a as like there have been many 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 but the one i'm thinking about right now i fucking hate this dude he's (laughs) such a fucking oh my god Uh. he's just like that was the only way he spoke he didn't know how to be social he didn't know how to speak outside of this weird dynamic that and it was such a fucking waste of time yeah being near him and it's like i spent so much fucking time giving him the argument over and over again like well actually this is like the tea and he didn't give a fuck and it was a waste of time but i was forced into a situation being near this fucking piece of shit yeah and i had to just like either do that or have to deal with his dagger ass eyes because i was ignoring him because he sucked anyways that's that's all i'm gonna say about that person i think a lot of times maybe those like uh compulsive contrarians it's like some sort of like instinctual reaction to like an existential depression or pain in a way. Who cares? No, I mean, I, and I'm not like giving any sympathy, but it's like it is. It's exhausting to it's be ex- around, and it's, it's like, and it's like infectious because it'll infect you with that yeah. same like existential oh, nihilism because it slowly gaslights you or just wears. But you it's fucking also down. it's just like wow, what it's a exhausting. fucking whiny! You literally have nothing to be upset about. Like I know your life, I know your situation. You have nothing to be complaining about, and there are people who are fucking marginalized around you who fucking deal with that anxiety deal with that depression make something of themselves try to just like be a human and for you to just waste all of your privilege to just sit around and jerk off and shit on people's ideas and stuff you are a piece of shit yeah good luck Stealing I hate it. If you're a white man, fucking kill yourself. <laughs> Put yourself in a car in the middle of the street and let a car run over you, bitch. Kill yourself. Oh, there Dr. we go. Phil. Tick TikTok reference. Had to had to get the Dr. Phil TikTok. I know I'm not in. allowed to tell people to kill themselves, but but if you're I've said it TikTok. on stage and I've said it and I'll say it again and again and again. It is like the N word. If you are suicidal, you're allowed to call tell other people to kill themselves. <laughs> I'm black. I can say the N word. Sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. But also, it's just like I, you know, I was thinking about this last night. It's like I'm somebody who has wanted to kill themselves and also made steps in like achieving that yeah and i understand the weight of what that of what it means to Uh be suicidal and also like have suicidal thoughts and like have those actions or reactions or whatever and it's just like please don't talk to me like i'm being insane i'm trying to like 
destigmatize real life mental health shit by talking about it and making jokes about it. But like yeah. that's like the goal. It's just to be like, it's, I don't know. it's something that's. Seri- <laughs> I know, I know, but okay. it's like it's something that's very serious. Obviously, it's the ending of a life, and with that, there there are people who react to that because I've also had people, many people in my life, kill themselves, mm-hmm. and it has an effect on the people who are left behind. Yeah, and there's a lot of resolving that they have to do that you haven't maybe necessarily left steps for and Mm -hmm. it's it hurts it's a bad thing but also please do not like if i'm making a joke about it me specifically i guess i'm just talking about myself please don't treat me like i don't know what i'm talking about because i've had it happen to me and i've I've been very close to it Mm -hmm. so when i'm making a joke it's to bring levity to the situation as well as why i make jokes about being black (laughs) which is a wonderful blessing but sometimes fucking tough and being a woman and all this other stuff so please do not underestimate me and that's my virgo bitch talking (laughs) sorry i think we're at a half hour you want to take a break we're only at a half hour we're probably further than that 40 minutes yeah let's take a quick break i don't want to take a break oh okay i I do. Okay, let's. <laughs> is that okay? You are. Pr- you are. Um, you have to ask. May we take a break? Yes, we may. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. We'll be right back. Bye bye. We're back. Colin, Colin told me during the break that people will probably never like it <laughs> that I tell white men to kill themselves, and I'm just going to take that L, and he's probably correct, so I apologize. No, I wasn't saying that to no, tell no, you to it is, apologize. No, I know that. That's not at all I'm what just, I was saying. As much as I will always probably keep saying it, I do apologize for that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but I am going to keep saying <laughs> well, it. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying I can't, <laughs> it's okay. I can't make any promises. I, I should probably chill out on it, but I am sorry for saying it, okay? Anyways, let's move on. I know I'm being very like soapboxy, but I think you're fine. Okay, I work, but yeah, yeah. I I mean, want you to apologize for nothing. That's not what I was saying. No, I know that. Okay, I'm doing it on my own. Okay, on my on my own. On my own. I'm doing it on my own, hon. <laughs> Damn yo. Damn yo. I love a Baltimore Baltimore accent. Damn hun. yeah, I fucking love this accent, dude. So I'm trying to still fun. do it. So I can only do it when I've talk. been around Colin's family for twelve hours, <laughs> if that. Yeah, I just like su- sip it up. Soak it up. Soak it up. Sip, sip it, it up. Sip it, it up. Like it's a fucking metal straw. Mm, I love a cold <laughs> metal straw. I love a cold. Put it in my homemade Paloma Bay best squeeze grapefruit, babe. A glass straw. I don't it like glass great. straws. They ch- they freak me they out. They do chip a lot, but I like them. No, because I put my I like to touch my teeth to the to the straw when I suck it up, mm-hmm. um, and not just to a straw. Penis havers, but. <laughs> I like to use What's up, penis havers? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to bite your dick. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'll suck at the same time, but there will be some some tooth marks in there. Listen up, penis havers. I wish I had buck teeth and I just... <laughs> <laughs> you one time got mad high, and oh, I keep describing things that way today. I don't know. Uh, you got really high, and you, you were like, Colin, that. I have buck teeth, and I had to convince you that you do not have I buck still think teeth. I have a hunchback and buck teeth, but Colin says I'm <laughs> stupid for thinking that. So. I didn't say stupid. Publicly. I said body dysmorphia is wild. <laughs> <laughs> body dysmorphia is fucking a Publicly, trip. no, this I don't have crazy. buck teeth and a hunchback, but realistically, <laughs> I both those things. What no, were you talking that is about? Not true. Uh, what was I talking about? I have no idea. Oh, God, Tying it my sucks. Together being high. I wasn't talking about anything. I was talking. You interrupted yeah. me. Smoking weed is not good for you, but it also is good for you. <laughs> Anyways, oh, I mean, a while ago I was gonna say that like what's been getting me through. The last couple of weeks has been Chromatica, and if you follow me, <laughs> oh if you follow me on Instagram, I uh, did make, I did write an entire essay, a manifesto, a manifesto. on the Chromatica <laughs> manifesto uh, that Lady Gaga presented, mm. uh, which is that album Chromatica, and also the specifically the Spotify release of it, <laughs> because <laughs> it is a Spotify exclusive that includes a lot mm. more than just the average listen. Um, I, you know, I'm mentally ill, and <laughs> should I have done that? No, but also looking back at how important Chromatica has been to me, and not just me, but a lot of people during this time, uh, I do not regret it. I did for a little bit, but I don't anymore. I've, yeah. I've come to peace with it. I think it's okay. Uh, it's a fucking great album, dude. It's good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. No, it's I'm good. It's good. I'm. You need to, because what you're doing right now is homophobic, and I need you to chill out. <laughs> yeah. This joke is not okay. Homophobic, <laughs> not like Chromatica. Yes. <laughs> Wait. Yes, it is. <laughs> Wait. Sincerely, it is homophobic not to like Chromatica. Uh, okay. To all my no, friends, no, be quiet. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, thank Absolutely. you. To all my friends who I have been yeah. trying to convince for weeks to listen <laughs> to Chromatica, you're being extremely racist <laughs> and homophobic. And I did write in our email cha chain to be a good ally is to listen to Chromatica. And yeah. only one person, thank you, Caroline, Caitlin is on her way. <laughs> Has listened to it and understands. I, I mean, I I like it. I Any, is it is it an album that me personally am I going to put it on like every day when I work out? No, but do but, I enjoy listening to it when you have it on? Sure, yeah. I okay, do. first of all, do. please do not call me out every day working out listening to Chromatica. <laughs> Just revealing to everyone that I am a gay guy. Second of all. Yeah, they had no idea. The reason <laughs> now <laughs> they had no clue. <laughs> Second of all, breaking up. news bulletin: <laughs> Cameron is a gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, of course you don't like Chromatica. You're not gay, but anyways, <laughs> you're not a gay guy like me. Yeah. Um, beep, the thing beep, is, beep, is beep, that beep, beep. as everybody who knows me well knows, I fucking hated, despised, yes. couldn't stand Lady Gaga's yes. fucking ass. I thought she thought she was a big deal. I thought she wasn't as talented as she acted. Mm -hmm. I thought she was just haughty for no reason. You had many a conversation about this. I've had, I've had 
rants, many yeah. rants. I had a rant to my clown Convincing class. Convincing rants, rants that made me dislike her more than I did previously. You were because you were very persuasive. I didn't like her. Yeah. And then I experienced really chromatica <laughs> and. As a Virgo, and I'm going to say it, I'm saying I was wrong. <gasps> I was wrong. Wow. As Cameron, as some of you know me, Cammy, <laughs> which that's some dark shit. Cammy was wrong. <laughs> Have you ever heard Cammy say that? No. Never. Unless it was once. like in the. No, never mind. I'm not going to say that. Anyways. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Uh, Colin knows what's up, but uh, yeah, I uh, it's really, really good. And if you are not a racist and you're not homophobic, you should listen to it. And again, I want to shout out Nicholas for just bringing me so many things to my life and opening my eyes. Oh, to was it Nicholas who told you about the? Other? Well, Nicholas has really opened my eyes to being a gay guy and that <laughs> I am one. <laughs> And Aaron has definitely helped, and I feel like I am like an older gay brother to him with help from Nicholas. That's interesting. And I just thank you, Nicholas, again for just helping me be my gay guy that I, I am. I feel like you were already kind of, not to minimize the impact that Nicholas has had. He's had life. a big impact. Yeah, a huge impact. But I feel like you were already pretty well on your way of your journey up the gay guy mountain. No, I was like fully <laughs> like, I'm a dyke, and I'm not. But, you know, I have, you know, dyke energy, but I think more so it's that I am a gay guy. Interesting. But, you know, when I'm drinking, probably dyke energy because <laughs> I'm very, um, very aggressive with uh, <laughs> fellow lesbians <laughs> when it comes to flirting and uh, other aspects when I have been drinking. <laughs> kind of a, oh, you know, Making up from for uh, <laughs> for lost time, but <laughs> you know, 2020 has been good because I haven't really had the well, I haven't really had the opportunity to do that, even though I have a couple of times. But anyways, <laughs> I guess the core has been good for me to like be less of a creep and reflect that like <laughs> I I don't reflect. need to be so intense and like a lot of it was just me like trying to make yeah make up for lost time and. Uh, <laughs> And like to a, let like people a know, like man at a banquet. Oh boy, yeah, just gobble, 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 <laughs> literally. Gobble, 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 <laughs> gobble, gobble, gobble. Literal, some literal guttural gobbles. Oh, that's the T-shirt. <laughs> Shut up, Jason Manzukis. That's the T-shirt. Gobble, gobble, oh, gobble. God. But um, Bombers. yeah, I uh, okay, I uh, um, yeah, I'm glad I'm. I was definitely just like overcompensating oh and trying to convince people that i was in fact gay like other gay people like i am gay i like to do this stuff which mm, i do but, but now it you was, feel more secure and yeah it's just like it doesn't really matter what other people think i know my tea i know that i'm like dating you but your mm. your love I'm, is I'm really your biggest l <laughs> you're not my biggest l. <laughs> believe me you're not it was the person who abused me and yeah. drank milk Ooh. after they fucked me skim milk by the way Ugh. did the i talk about this before uh, i think pot, i did I yeah did. I think you did. I it mentioned might be, it. It might be a lost clip that may see the light of day. Well, on. if I didn't mention it, I did date an abusive guy emotionally <laughs> and mentally and sexually. Yes. Who, uh, and verbally sometimes. Well, 
if you count like gaslighting, I guess is verbal, which I do sometimes. Um, I feel like it's under the umbrella of emotional. Yeah, but he would drink a big glass of skim milk after fucking me. Blech. It was really gross, and he got it from the farmer's market. Excuse me. So he would refill his jar of skim milk, <laughs> and he would he would drink it Damn. naked in my face, and it was like Ugh. a long a long glass direct from the jar. No, he would like pour it into oh, a co- into a. So glass. he lived into oh, he it. lived in a home that like three or four other people lived in, and he would walk downstairs in the middle of the day after fucking me, uh, pretty well because he was a sociopath, and they're known for being good at fucking. Unfortunately, yeah. he was a sex addict. That's part of it. Mm. But uh, how did he would get to Carnegie Hall? Right. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Oh wait! Remember I when I started this being? Face. Remember when I started this being like I probably shouldn't talk about like. Because <laughs> <laughs> it'll be triggering. God, I'm like like the worst. No, I'm you're like, not the worst. No, but I am all of these things that could be triggered, and I'm like, who cares? Get a, I'm such a fucking. No, well, but that's you, dog. You can't like yeah. appall. You know, it's like if you're gonna. Anyways, he would just walk know. downstairs naked, mm-hmm. and you know pour himself a glass of milk walk back upstairs and then just drink it in my face and sometimes apple Ugh. juice and i would Ugh. and i would be like you know i'm not gonna kiss you right now because like your breath reminds me of like a, <laughs> a you know baby. a five-year-old and then he would he would gaslight me into thinking i was like a piece of shit and being uh. abusive for not wanting to kiss him after he was like fucking me and then drank apple juice and reminded me of martinelli's the drink that I pretended was champagne when I was six, but okay. Yuck, yuckaroo. Uh, anyways, what can one say except yuckaroo? It was, it was, you know, I learned a lot. You Were live. they things I needed to learn? Probably in a better way, but <laughs> <laughs> that was the way I learned them, and you know, it brought me to Colin, which I appreciate this guy a lot. We're fixing okay. the couch. Yeah, we're just fixing. fixing well, do couch. you guys re- do you guys remember when um, we had our apartment redone, <laughs> but only one room? Do you guys? Are you addressing the listeners right mm-hmm. now? Oh yeah, I don't. Know. I mean, we didn't have the podcast when that no. happened, but yeah. everybody who listens to this has known us. <laughs> <laughs> knows few, us. Uh, for anybody maybe in the future, uh, how long ago in did this future. happen? This was a year Two, ago. A year ago? Uh, less than a year, or a little more than a year ago. Yeah, like a year and some change. It was March last year. Yes, and very yes, yes, and uh, I don't know why you're pretending like I didn't know the information and you did, but no, I didn't. Uh, I, I know. but I'm like because you never now. do. I'm it's my job, I <laughs> which I uh, wear with pride. We had our Lions apartment pride. redone Lions. by a television show. Yeah, and the host of it were Jesse Smollett's siblings. <laughs> But we didn't know. We didn't know. Which I mean, but it's weirder that we didn't know because it well, was before it was pre, everything happened. It was pre-scandal, right? And so, and then scandal happened, and we still didn't know. And then we were like, "Oh, the show's gonna come out soon," and we were looking at it, and we yeah. realized that the host had the last name Smollett, and we were like, "Oh my god!" Yep. Sorry. And we put the pieces together. 
Which Same is initials, so, too. Which is amazing. Honestly, go to Clio TV, look up Living... I mean, they were great. It's a great show. Living by Design, yeah, Clio.tv, and then watch our episode, because it's actually, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's a very good uh, decorating you, show for people who live in small rented spaces, yeah. is sort of the, like, the bent. Colin, and, don't pretend like watched, we watched any other episode. Uh, no, but I liked our episode, and I liked the clips that I saw of the other episodes. And I've clips. seen a lot of design shows just in general, because my mom <laughs> worked on one when I was a kid oh, yeah. so like hgtv has always been on <laughs> in the background of my so life weird. and uh it's just for some reason uh, an aspect of television that i really like and find comforting even well, though yeah. i don't really want to work on it I mean, probably it's just because i yeah hgtv is comforting that's it's why very, people watch great british soothing. baking it's the yeah. same shit um like painting shows but also just if you know us and then see <laughs> see our stoned asses on well, the yeah, show. yeah. But also, just like watch, it. it's just very funny. It's just still very wild to me that we were the two people. We were two people who received this because yeah, I feel we're like, garbage. Yeah, <laughs> I like, really feel like we did not deserve this good fortune. Except for everybody kept telling us that we we deserve this the whole time, yeah. which also like made I was us like, feel my, worse. <laughs> made us feel worse because I was like. I don't think my apartment's trash. I didn't think it was, think that, it was bad. that bad, but apparently it was really they bad. They literally were like, this is how you live? <laughs> like, what are you doing? That's what a guy said to me. Yes. I told you that when he was he taking BTS pictures. And he was like, <laughs> I was like, they came a couple hours early, so I didn't clean up as much as I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, we didn't know when they were going to show And then I was up. like, sorry, it's a little messed up. But he's like, well, but this is how you're living, right? And I was just like, damn, dude. Funniest uh, part about that is, like, in the BTS picture, they keep going back to one uh, shot of this trash can that we still use. It's just a bucket. It's a bucket with a bag in <laughs> it. The bag in a it. A grocery bag. And then just, like, empty pill <laughs> bottles <laughs> for of my meds. Uh, mental yeah. health medication. <laughs> right on top. Psychotropic medication. Oh, my God. It's so sad. But it's, you know, it's still looking pretty good. It's a little more... It's a little more lived in. in. Yeah, yeah but it's a little more lived in. Who a wants few to live more in a books, place that doesn't look more like plants. you live in it, you know? Yeah. I have lived in a place like that, and it is stifling. Yeah, It's yeah. like PTSD to go back there, according to my therapist. <laughs> um, but that's okay. You hopped up. You're taking a very athletic uh, podcasting position today. Um, uh, yeah, I was feeling antsy. I had two cups of coffee, which is a lot for me. That is, yeah. Um, within like a couple hours, and so I'm just like moving around. Moving around. I don't know. That's one thing about exercising, because (laughs) I wasn't like moving my body at all during core, and especially not the last few weeks, and I started exercising again, and... One of the reasons why is because it was hard to walk around <laughs> my apartment, <laughs> and I felt like I was made out of gelatin, and I was always just like, just like old woman, just like. Well, it's amazing crackling how across the apartment, and I was like, swiftly the human body changes depending on what true. you're doing to it. Yeah. You know, like it was only a couple weeks of like really bad depression, but mm-hmm. it but got I mean, me. But now it's like even exercising for what's a week. I'm uh-huh. like walking around the apartment's easy now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and it's like which I need to mark on the I calendar. I remember when I got really sick. I got really sick in college. I got a uh bacterial infection s- in my yeah. tonsil and I didn't treat it or I didn't go get it treated cuz I thought it was just the flu and I had two part-time jobs and I was in play rehearsals mm-hmm. on top of like a 20 credit workload 20 credit and <laughs> I didn't say that weird 20. and uh I Fred got Elijah. really sick and ended up almost like 
they told me I was like a few days away from like being to the point where antibiotics would not have helped and they would have just had to like make me more comfortable as I passed away. Jesus. And, uh, I had to take like two and a half weeks of bed rest. And after two and a half weeks of bed rest, not getting up for two weeks, like your yeah. my legs were shaking like a baby calf. Like it was crazy the amount of atrophy your that country ass took place. Shaking like a baby calf. <laughs> my legs are shaking like a baby calf. It's crazy two, the atrophy. The atrophy in two weeks. <laughs> just like a baby calf. I look like a mule. Mule just born. <laughs> shut up. Fucking rude. <laughs> just shut up. Yeah, no, it's fucked. <laughs> it's fucked when you can't move. <laughs> it's yeah. something you've been doing your whole life. Mm-hmm. Well, I started journaling again, and I started speaking of writing. I haven't written with my That's fucking hand. That's a workout in your old hand. Dude, yeah. it hurts, especially mm-hmm. because I'm not, like, pulling. Well, pulling shots, pulling I shots realized, anymore. works different muscles, muscles than sure. writing, too. Yeah, so yeah. then it was, like, not you only was, like. you should be doing both. Yeah. To stay but, healthy. Yeah, but, like, not only had I, like, not been working my hand muscles from like working which was like i was using a lot of my arms um on the spro machine um i i also had to like revamp my hand because those muscles hadn't been used in so long and there was like other muscles that were being used like pull out the portafilter and shit revamp your hand because i had been not writing yeah so i wasn't using those muscles and the only hand and arm muscles oh, I was using I were saying. not conducive to actually writing. They were right, different right, right. muscles. Different, different groups. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <I feel> you. <laughs> oh, this morning I was. Um, <laughs> Can you do that one more time? So? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I can. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, that was fun. This morning I. Uh, was fucking with Colin and I was punishing him because <laughs> uh, because he had woken up at eight and then this is the and thing then didn't do I, I do this a lot actually I'll get up it early really and, like, creeps me yeah it creeps me out because I would was waking up every once in a while and he was just sitting in the corner with the robe on looking at his phone for hours. I thought he was going to get up and make coffee. Every time yeah. I woke up, I was like, oh, Colin's not going to be sitting there. He's still sitting there. The plan is to start and then he got getting up and making coffee, and then I'll start reading something, and all of a sudden, like, an hour will go by. I don't know how to live that life, but... It's not chill. He doesn't even pee yet. And then... Oh, no, I pee. No, yeah, that's what gets him up. Yeah. Is to pee. Mm-hmm. Not me. Anyways, so then... <laughs> what? <laughs> What? Cool But then he got back in bed. He got back in bed. And he fell back asleep. And then I woke up and I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) And I kept waking up and being like, get up, get up. And then I finally got up at noon. Mm. And then I was like, Colin, you went back to sleep. That's not good. And he was like, well, I only got in bed because you asked me to, which I didn't. I made that up. He made it up. I had like been like, what are you? When I first woke up, I was like, what are you doing in bed? Get back in bed. And he was like, no, I'm already awake. I didn't say anything. And then an hour later, he gets in bed and on his own. And I kept telling him to wake up. And he tried to blame it on me. Yes. So then I laid on top of him and I pretended to hump him. But I had ugly face on. And I was making a monster face. And he didn't like it. And I kept doing it. And I said, it's Juneteenth. It's Juneteenth. <laughs> That's how we start our day around noon. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, 
I make an ugly a face. Telling portrayal of our schedule. Well, I didn't include the way I said get out of bed and all that stuff. The way I talk when I'm like asleep, it's really gross. Oh. When I'm super high at the end of the night, mm-hmm. the way I start talking, it's not good. <laughs> it starts to border on a baby voice. It is a baby voice. <laughs> but I get away with it because I'm so fucked up and Colin can't be like, that's a gross baby voice. But it's, it's I talk like a child. And I am stand <laughs> behind it. I'm done for the night. I'm done for the day. I've been eating edibles all day. Munch, munch, munch. Munch, munch. Gobble, gobble. My mom said munch, munch when we watched Black Swan together at my oh grandma's my house. She said it during the Jesus, I know eating what out scene. She scene. Said it, it was during, fucking scarring. Yeah. I think that was why it took uh, also a little bit longer for me to like munch, actually munch. eat someone out. Because of that horrifying detail of my psyche. What? Just like being uh, embarrassed hearing your mother say that? Watching a specific lesbian um, sex act yeah, happening and my mom saying munch, munch out loud. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pretty bad. Yeah, that. (laughs) Lots Uh, of things can scar you. Yeah, no, I was just making sure (laughs) I understood. Yeah, I also like. You weren't saying the movie in general was scarring, but you were saying. No, the the movie's not very good. Darren Aronofsky, bad. It's not very good. He's the one who did Mother, right? Uh, yes. That movie is so bad. Yes, I think and I've so. had people who I really respect like that movie and defend it. And I'm like, you are, you're stupid. And I don't respect you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it disappointing when one like really bad piece of art, someone's takes like, it kind of taints their taste for you for the rest of your friendship. Yeah. And, and it's you're just like, oh, like, what a bummer. At you're least so- if somebody likes bad art, make it have that person appreciate you more. Like the fact that I love Aquaman and I'm trying to get my friends all to watch you it. Love they Aquaman. love me more for it. They appreciate it. They want that from me. Why is it that <laughs> you really grasped onto Aquaman so much? Um, it was really crazy. And I was like super, super high when we watched it. Like yeah. really high, Maybe which it is does a lot for me. A rewatch. And it's literally the the tone of the movie changes every two minutes. Yeah, it's it feels like every scene is from a different movie. Exactly. From yeah. a different style of movie, from a different genre. It goes from, like, romantic to noir to, like, fucking, like, action to yeah. fucking, like, thriller, horror. Like, it's crazy, and it's two hours long, so it keeps it up, and the CGI is really bad, Those and the script have is legs. really awful. Yeah, it, the worlds that it's presenting doesn't make any kind of fucking sense. There's, like, it's seven fan- kingdoms that are sort of... We don't have to get into the yeah. Details, but it's fucking great. It's amazing. It's an amazing film. Sam Courtney Monday. Woo! Courtney uh, Monday. No, Don't get me you. started on that bitch. No, we'll talk about you, her Courtney next Monday. time. But what I was trying to say, but Colin like interrupted like five times. Um, is that a lot of people black I tried to say this, but you kept like saying other stuff so I couldn't get to it, but you didn't know. But if you're paying attention, you would have known. Oh, no. Um <laughs> I need to stand up again because my energy is really skyrocketing. Um <laughs> Wait, were you just sitting on the Kindle? <laughs> yeah, there's an ass mark on it, so I guess I was. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, so <laughs> any- <laughs> I'm just imagining him listening to that, hear me bang on the door, <laughs> and then you just being like, did you just sit on the Kindle? Admitting so, I own a Kindle also. Uh, but also, well, it was a gift, and also like you just being so used to this behavior. <laughs> That's when I knew we were super in love was because you reacted to me the same way my mom does. 
Gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just mean like you got to a point where you just like didn't react I just anymore. Take it, take it in stride. It wasn't even you take. It was just like there was just no reaction. There's no acknowledgement <laughs> and all. And I was like, he's the one. <laughs> I'm also very much in a very stand up like kind of pace right now. Yeah, you really you're oh. pacing back and forth like Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> You're oh, really I, using oh, the whole I stage. The stage. I miss really the stage. I miss the stage. Take up your whole space. I miss it. I miss performing <laughs> for the people. I want to tread across the board. Who wants to go to a park and watch me do stand-up from six feet away? We'll call the special Six Feet Away with a Black Negress. Anyways. <laughs> what? Just differentiate it from other six feet away that people are probably making. <sighs> and to stand out. It's called branding, babe. I oh, haven't forgotten careful, it. Careful, careful, careful. Aye, 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 aye. We're Anyways. Start pulling the, pulling the thing. Can there. I get back to the yeah, story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so a lot of black people I know are uh, uncovering a lot of uh, racist trauma that's happened to them <laughs> um, mm-hmm. at the same time. And I just think that that's fucking crazy. And I think it has to do with, like, no, I think it has to do with, like, the generational trauma aspect of it and also, uh. like, the fact that... All black people are magic in real life because it was something our ancestors brought from Africa being so spiritual there and then ingraining it into us. And sometimes it came out in Christianity, um, but also and through the church there. That's why black churches are better. Um, It does feel more powerful for sure. Because it is. But then also, yeah, every black person is magic. Anyways, was I giving away too much? Was that much? what you were going to say? That every black person was magic? No, no, no. That? What I was going to say is I uh, I unearthed, uh, trigger warning, drowning. I unearthed. <laughs> uh, I've never heard that one before. I think I, well, maybe I'm the first. Mm. Just like Martin Luther King. Anyways. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways. <laughs> I You keep interrupting me. And I'm too high for that. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, yeah. I was, like, almost drowned once. So I was <laughs> by, like, a white kid. Damn. Yeah. I was, like, taking a swimming lesson. and How old were you? Mm, it might have been, like, nine or ten. Nine or ten. We had to do this thing as part of the swimming lesson, which I had, like, it was really weird because the the teachers knew me because I had been like going to that same program and like going throughout the program. I don't know. It was weird. It was like levels up, and sure, I had been doing yeah. it like the like for a couple summers or something. Yeah, yeah. So everybody knew who I was. This was like fifth grade. Maybe it might have been like ten. third grade. Yeah. But okay. um. So you've you've gone through a few rounds of this swimming program at the local. This is not important. Yeah. And so then I. <laughs> There was this kid who I I think I this was the first lesson I had taken with this kid, so I didn't know who he was, and he was some white kid, and he didn't know who I was, and didn't um, really understand the respect that I was <laughs> needing, but uh, it was kind of rude to me. But there was this thing that we had to do where they would throw these rings out, mm-hmm. and most of the time it was that you would dive to the bottom of the sixteen foot pool that they had thrown the rings out in, and you would try to get as many as you could uh-huh. while you stayed underwater, and right, we would do right, that right. one at a time. Okay. But this time, he threw a ring out for everybody. He made everybody dive mm. at the same time and then get their ring and come back up. Right. And I got to the bottom of the pool, and I picked up my ring. And then at the same time, this white kid picked up my ring, even though it wasn't his, and he already had a ring in his hand. Oh. So I was like, this is, I was trying to be like, this is mine. This is all underwater. And I'm like, right. this is mine. Like, you have one. And he grabs my wrist. 
Uh-huh. And he's tugging at this ring. Oh, my God. And I was just like, whoa. And I let go of it. And mm-hmm. then he's still grabbing my wrist. Oh, my God. And holding me down and, like, looking at me. Uh-huh. And I was like, stop, stop. And then he dives back up. And then I, like, dive back up. And I'm, like, coughing and stuff. And uh-huh. it was like... Okay, maybe he was being competitive, but he also like held onto my list, wrist for a very long time. Was like sort of making it known that he knew what he was doing, right? And doing it underwater, and yeah. just like kind of pushed me down. Also, as he swam back up, oh, and Jesus. then I had to like lie on the concrete, and I was like coughing and stuff, and like freaking out and shaking, and I didn't get back in the water. And like the kid kind of got reprimanded, and I, th- but like nothing happened. Mm. Damn, I'm sorry. That it, sucks. It's okay. I have a lot more stories like that, but that's the one I figured I'd share. So it was nice to see you guys and talk to you guys. <laughs> I don't know when we'll see you again, but hopefully uh, it'll be on Monday uh, with a regularly scheduled uh, podcast that we have not yeah. been doing. But this was just our Juneteenth special. Right. Get back um, in the swing of things. Yeah. Just to sum up your Juneteenth, which I don't know why this is the holiday that white people chose to be the one that they remember i wish martin luther king day was it but whatever yeah or malcolm x or anything but it's a day where we were all like oh you were duped and we tricked you and now you're actually free which is kind of a weird thing to celebrate but anyways venmo me at cameron (laughs) dash farmer um i will be using money that i received to join the dsa which i did mention before and i have been using money that I receive on donating to different um, black trans funds um, because that is something that's very important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also I have been using it to buy meals. So, um, <laughs> which right. is also important. Which is also important. Fancy eat. meals. One well, of them not was, really that fancy. One of them was sushi, and then one of them was from a, a locally black-owned brunch space, Poppy and Rose, oh, yeah. in downtown, and it was really good. That was really and good. And we were able to do delivery through them, which and they, was awesome. Yeah, they have their own, I was about to say, they have their own delivery, and yeah. their food is really good, and it I was really, good. really it was can't recommend it enough to my uh, L.A. friends. Yeah. It was delightful. All right, well, love you guys. Love I you know guys. this is a lot of me talking. It's probably going to be like that. For a, while. for a little bit but also <laughs> like i you know this right. is obviously i'm gonna just continue to like talk about stuff yeah that i care about important to me but this is our podcast together too and i would right. like to even though i don't want things to ever go back to normal which honestly it's in it's never they gonna can't. happen yeah we're okay that the old world is <laughs> Before, dead yeah here's the thing like people still holding on to like the old world it's just like you're a fool Everybody who's Let outside go. right now living a life, you're going to die. So those people will be irrelevant. <laughs> but like and yeah, the, economy, the economy is fucked. Yeah. We are all too aware of what's happening. A lot more people are becoming socialists or also becoming more involved in local mm-hmm. government. Yeah, and, a lot more people are getting activated. And right there's now, no way that we can go back to the past. So if you're still holding on to that, I'm so sorry for you. But actually, I'm not at all. And all of my like liberal friends who want to be like devil's advocate and like want to be a wham wham, be like, I'm nervous shut the fuck up i don't want to hear it anymore fucking grow up deal with the fact that we're actually going to do this and just it's going to be hard and it's not going to be fun um but also when we're doing this podcast i do want it to be like some something fun again because it was really fun and i think this was fun but i am uh i uh i'm i'm ready to use this as you know still talk about my shit but I'm, I don't take a lighter, more, more. Uh, I just don't want to be sad. I feel you. And I still can be sad, and I still will be sad. But I don't want to do. I don't want to use this as a way to 
to deal with that anymore. But you know, who knows? I'm not gonna like plan plan too far ahead. But I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, this is our project that is pretty unstructured. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh, I'm so I overthink everything, and that's why Kong comes in, and he just no. But you know what? And also, because when we started, I was overthinking this a lot, and you were like, "Dude, who cares? This is our project to do whatever." And you're right, and that's what it is, and that's fine. This is our conversation show that's going to be kind of loose and unstructured, and it'll be what it's going to be. And so, uh, also, that's why, like earlier, when you were like trigger warning, like I'm like, I feel like if you listen to our show, <laughs> like yeah, the whole like thing. the whole we show just, is a content warning. Like <laughs> we should just call it trigger warning, <laughs> but not that's really. Yeah. That sounds like you trigger know. warning, <laughs> right? Like I'm gonna some kind of Joe Rogan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Something like <laughs> Joey Coco Diaz <laughs> now <laughs> canceled. Un. Oh, Oh. Anyways, all right, guys. All right, all guys. right, y'all. Bye. 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 Now.